if you don't own a home, uh, you have nothing to fear from home title thieves. But if you do own a home, as I do, uh, and uh, many of you do, you don't guard it with home title lock. You're basically inviting home title fraud. It's one of the fastest growing crimes in America, and cyber thieves around the world know that our home values are sky high. That makes you a target because you have equity in your home. The crime is simple if they can pull it off. A cyber thief simply forges your name on property sale form and then files it. And now he's on the deed and you're not. And that means that uh, he can borrow against your equity. And at the end of the day, guess who gets stuck with those bills? It's not them. It's not the criminal they can't find. It's you. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect any tampering, they are there to help shut it down. Uh, if you have equity in your home, you should absolutely guard it with the best. HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address and see if you're already a victim. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is RADIO for 30 risk-free days of protection. HomeTitleLock.com. Code RADIO. Just looked up at MSNBC, and they're showing the polls where their own poll has uh, Youngkin up by two points. Okay, and the banner says polls show Virginia race essentially tied. <laughs> well, that's no, no, not exactly, not exactly. But you've had early voting. Uh, I think they've been voting since 1963 now in Virginia. Uh, we will see what happens. Today is the day that America can turn a corner. Will she? We'll find out tonight. But we'll go over starting with the polls and then going to glass. What do you call it? Glass cow? Glass cow. Yeah. Glass cow. Uh, in a Scot- Scotland. Uh, we'll do that all this hour. Don't miss a second of today's broadcast. We begin in 60 seconds. Uh, Christy wrote in, she said, I have purchased uh, four homes and refinanced several times in my life. Never have I had such a positive experience. Many thanks, Glenn, to your friends over at American Financing. My mortgage consultant, knowledgeable, patient, responsive to many, many questions from me. I was really pleased at the rate offered. Uh, The change in my payment will make a significant improvement to my ability to thrive on my Social Security benefits. All this was accomplished without me having to leave my home, even for the closing Thank you, thank you, thank you for a wonderful experience with American Financing. Christy, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for writing in, and thanks for calling American Financing to help you out. I'm glad to see that it worked out and you're saving money today. You can save money as well. Just call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So America has two choices today. There is the choice of Terry McAuliffe, who is 
a longtime Clinton operative uh, and has been around in the swamp for a very, very long time. Uh, he's made it very clear what this uh, election really is all about. Here's cut nine last night. And I promise you, we've got to diversify our teacher base here in Virginia. 50 percent. 50% of the students at Virginia schools, K-12, 50% are students of color, and yet 80% of the teachers are white. We all know what we have to do in a school to make everybody feel comfortable in school. So let's diversify. I can't believe, with Northam around, that he's making this. I mean, <laughs> Mr. I dress like a Klansman for Halloween. Uh, but they've made it all about race and anti-parents. Here is a video from Glenn Youngkin on what he is all about. You can feel it. You can feel it. It's happening all over the Commonwealth. Virginians are coming together like never before. This is no longer a campaign. It is a movement being led by Virginia's parents. Parents have a right to be engaged in their kids' education. And that's what we're standing up for right now. Okay, stop. One has made it about parents and common sense, and the other has continued to make it about race and Donald Trump. And I just don't know if that's going to work for Terry McAuliffe. It will be an incredible message if it doesn't. Because this is all they have. All they have is to say Trump over and over again. That's their only and tactic. Race. And, race and race and, you know, gender and all these weird sort of divisive tactics. If this doesn't work, the message they're sending uh, in Virginia to the Democratic Party nationally about what their future is in 2022 and beyond is going to be terrifying. To I them. am convinced. And I say this with all love and respect due to Donald Trump. I wish he were our president today, but there are a lot of people that right now will would vote for a Republican, would vote for Ron DeSantis or, or a Republican, a strong Republican uh, that was actually doing what Ron DeSantis is doing. Uh, and they would vote for him, I think, in 2024, and they would vote for a Congress to reverse this crap. And I think it would be a stunning stomping if Donald Trump runs and he doesn't have a positive message, uh, I mean, I think if he runs, he's probably going to get the nomination. Oh, I think I don't think there's any doubt about no it. No doubt. And but if he runs and he is the same Donald Trump, you're going to have people that are either going to drop out or they will vote for somebody. I mean, who is who else is going to run? You're not going to run Kamala in 2024. You're not going to run Biden in 2024. I mean, I think the the most likely outcome is they run Biden in 2024. Uh, I don't. Th I mean, look at his poll numbers. If this goes <laughs> south, yeah, they, they, if they Virginia go, yeah, they will replace him. I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's an over 50 percent chance, but it's still the most likely outcome. Kamala would be another one that would be a, a possible she'd outcome. Lose. She'd lose. She's terrible. She'd lose. But you know, the issue here. It's funny because what was the thing that. Obviously, there's a lot of people who just absolutely love Donald Trump and love everything about him. Mm -hmm. Those people are going to be there for Trump no matter what. Mm -hmm. But there's a you know, the people who he had in 2016 and didn't have in 2020 were people like, you know, suburban moms. Yes. Who didn't like his persona and didn't like all the, you know, the tweeting and everyone makes fun of him. Oh, well, uh, you know, you, you get over the mean tweeting. OK, fine. What's interesting about this is the Democrats 
handed Republicans that world because they pushed big tech to ban him from all these platforms. Mm-hmm. So now he's not out there tweeting all the time. This mm-hmm. is, the, Virginia is a vision of what that world looks like, where Donald Trump is not controlling every news cycle. Mm-hmm. And again, like, forget what you might think about, about that and how silly it is. These, this is about winning elections. Mm-hmm. And in this particular race in Virginia, Youngkin's done a really good job at not, he's not saying like, he's not, you know, Liz Cheney or Adam Kinziger and going on MSNBC every day and saying how evil Donald Trump is. He's got a good relationship with Trump, but he's also, the, 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 the Terry McAuliffe has been unsuccessful in painting him as the same person as Donald Trump. You know, Youngkin has a lot of the same policies and I think Trump and Youngkin would agree on a lot, but there's that separation where, especially in a purplish leaning blue state, it makes sense to have. And Donald Trump, I think, has been respectful of that. And the campaign has worked pretty well so far. So I would I, I was thinking about this driving in today that uh, it's kind of like the like covid. I would never wish covid on the country or of the course. world. Never. However, in my family, it actually at least the first year was good for my family far as we came together and we found what was important and we we forged new bonds and new memories that we wouldn't have been able to do and you, you know? spent more time with your family Correct. i can say this a lot of the what we're seeing in virginia is because of covid because exactly parents right. were home so i would never i would never but we did see blessings from it if you care to look at it that way we saw good things same thing i would never never wish joe biden in this administration on the country (laughs) however it has given us the blessing of being able to see who they really are Mm. you know what i mean without donald trump uh in the in the mix right now thanks to the the idiots over at facebook and twitter by removing him from the mix and seeing what they are actually saying and doing it is shocking america I mean, for instance, you again, Terry McAuliffe is trying to make this about we need more black teachers instead of white teachers. No, we just need good teachers. That's what we need. Juan Williams comes out yesterday with a uh, op ed for the Hill, and he says that parental rights is a rallying cry that is full of racial division. No, no. He says that the concerns in Loudoun County Public Schools stem from white parents feeling ignored when they complain that their children are uncomfortable learning about racism. It is a campaign to stop classroom discussion of Black Lives Matter protest or slavery. Those are two very different things, by the way. You can't put those both in the same sentence. Uh, And it could upset some children, especially, listen to this, white children who might feel guilty, end quote. Do you want any child to feel guilty? I don't want black children to feel guilty. I don't want white children. I don't want Asian children. I, I don't want Muslim children to feel guilty. You should feel guilty if... You were the one that were was flying the plane or handing out cookies the day that the World Trade Center was bombed. But if you're a Muslim and you're a kid, what did you have to do with it? You didn't have anything to do with it. If you're a Muslim, if you didn't have anything to do with it, which most likely you didn't, why would you feel guilty? It's impossible for white children to feel guilty about slavery. They just got here. You're teaching them about slavery. 
How could they possibly be guilty of it when they didn't even know what it was until you said it? That's Juan Williams. Here's the mayor of, uh, I think it is, yeah, Richmond. Here, This is the mayor of Richmond. We've seen Glenn Youngkin sort of divide parents all throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia, pitting parents against parents, demonizing teachers, demonizing public education. To me, that's not the sort of governor I know that Virginians want. I'm not pitting people against people. I don't think Glenn Youngkin is pitting people against people. We're speaking out for the truth, and sometimes the truth is hard to take. And if you stand against the truth, I guess then that does make you my enemy in the argument, but it doesn't necessarily make you my enemy in in everyday life unless you can't live with my decisions and my points of view. And that's where this divide is coming from. We've always had different opinions. Always. Americans never agree on stuff. I mean, we're not exactly Israel, but we are we're Americans. We enjoy our diverse opinions. But diversity is not allowed. If you won't take the vaccine, if you won't say Donald Trump is evil, if you won't do exactly what they say to do on climate warn uh, climate warming or climate change, then you are the enemy. Well, the people who are speaking up in favor of CRT either don't know what it is or they are the enemy of truth and justice. And that's okay. That's okay. I will fight them in every possible way I can without being violent. But they're not my enemy. They are the enemy of truth. So he says he's pitting people against each other. We want a governor who understands uh, that uh, it will teach the seriousness and how barbaric slavery actually is. In order for us to actually grow as a commonwealth, we have to understand that slavery was real and the Holocaust was real. Unfortunately, Glenn Youngkin and his supporters don't believe so and believe our children should not be taught the same as well. Where is Glenn Youngkin? Where is any parent in Virginia that I have heard saying that we shouldn't teach slavery and the Holocaust because they weren't real? That is that is such an exaggeration. It's crazy. It's a, it's a complete falsehood is what it is. It's not even an exaggeration. There's no there's not a grain of truth to it. It's completely ridiculous. And this goes back long before anything recent. I mean, everybody there's I, I don't know. You go back 150 years. You're going to find some people saying all sorts of things, teaching about slavery, I suppose. But I, you know, as a kid growing up, I all I heard was that it was really bad. There's never, never a point where they're like, thing. you know what? It was a mixed record on slavery. That was never a thing. It's no. never been a thing. And no one learns that. And let me tell you this. If if Virginia decides to continue to go with this, Virginia will be lost. It will be lost. You can't continue down this road because there are people that are teaching absolute falsehoods about slavery. Falsehoods. And I'm going to show you a great example of one. In 60 seconds. All right. You could spend the night lying on the same old newspaper you flattened out. Maybe, you know, half of a curtain you found somewhere. Probably good.
practice for the rest of Joe Biden's term. But let's be honest, when you go to sleep, you want to sleep on the most comfortable, coolest, softest sheets that you can get your hands on. And those, my friends, come from my pillow. They're called the Giza Dream Sheets, and they're made from Giza cotton, which is the softest cotton in the world. And it only gets softer the longer you sleep on it and every time you wash it. It's like sheet magic. Right now, MyPillow still has their buy one, get one free sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. Can't recommend them highly enough to you. I sleep on these every night. I'm a sheet snob. These are inexpensive and really, really good. These are the sheets that Tanya and I sleep on every night. You're going to love them. MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Check out the buy one, get one free offer at Giza Dream Sheets. You'll find deep discounts on all other MyPillow products as well. Just enter the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-966-3117 or go to MyPillow.com. Promo code BACK. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, you want to hear the most offensive history of slavery. You want to know where Virginia is headed and what they, they, they will be teaching your children. All you have to do is look to the culture. And right now, the culture is Netflix, Amazon. So what's on Netflix? Well, here's Kaepernick. Kaepernick has a new documentary out that is, I mean, just the promo looks awful. (laughs) Here he is comparing the NFL to slavery. Potential players are paraded out in front of scouts, coaches, and owners who measure their physical talent and on-field abilities. Coaches will tell you they're looking for warriors, killers, beasts, They say they want you to be an animal out there. And you want to give them that. But let me tell you something. What they don't want you to understand is what's being established is a power dynamic. Power dynamic. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now the stands fade away. Before they put you on the field, teams Uh, poke. Poke. Pride, Pride and examine you. Examine. Searching for any defect oh my God. that might affect your performance. Oh my gosh. No boundary respected. Oh. No geez. dignity no left dignity. intact. No. All for a five hundred million dollar contract. Can you believe that? Now he shows now he's standing in front of a cotton field with people bound and chained on an auction block. $600. Do I hear 600 And then he shows the coach looking at the athletes on the field. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Now, there might be some differences between uh, the NFL draft and slavery. I can't think of any right now. But uh, we uh, oh, this was not scheduled. Uh, who is on the phone with us? What's your name? Hello, this is all Barry. All Barry? Barry. Barry. Yeah. Hi, Barry. How Barry Tompkins. Barry Tompkins. Yes. yes. Uh, just wanted to say I was listening to your program, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was very offended You're by offended you. By me. Uh, and your white privilege. Okay. And I was, uh, you were, seemed to be making the point that Colin Kaepernick uh, and his documentaries, fine documentary for Netflix, mm-hmm. 
was comparing slavery to being an NFL player, and I find that to be absurd. Uh, you do? Yes, that was not what he was doing. There is no comparison. Being an NFL player is much worse than slavery. And it's clear to anyone who looks at it. Uh, really? National Football League players are forced to live within walls. A wall, like a prison, walled, and many of them are glass. Glass-walled, these prisons that a they house? live in with upstairs and downstairs that's and 12 a, to 15 bedrooms. That's, that's a house. Barry, uh, and uh, <laughs> they are surrounded by outdoor bodies of water that they are forced to dip their their torso and, and head into uh, just to, to, they could drown at any moment. Uh, does, does the white man you, care? Is no. that about a pool, no, maybe, no. in the back? These NFL players are forced to perform sexually with dozens of models per week. Forced. I didn't dozens know Dozens of models really? just all over them. Every room, another model or two or three. Really? And these players must perform night after night after night after night. Well, and, and these NFL players, Glenn, may be punished by the law after only 44 domestic violence uh, incidents. Not 43. 43, that will be fine. But 44 or more domestic violence incidents may result in some minor punishment, up to and including a fine. Now, let me ask, let me ask you this, Barry. <laughs> There's, there is... Some that would say that um, that prison that they're living in, um, they bought one of those prisons for their moms. Yes, double prison. <laughs> You've now imprisoned two African-Americans. Okay. Because you, what do they say, Glenn? More money, more problems. And you keep throwing money at these players. Look, Adolf, I know that you might not be interested in the plight of Colin Kaepernick and his wonderful hair. Yes. But, you know, some of us out here do care. We do care about these poor athletes. How many people are living in Colin Kaepernick's hair? Uh, 14. 14. There are 14 people. 14 people. And they're (laughs) full-sized. All right. Thank you very much, Barry. I appreciate it. You know, it takes all kinds. Takes all kinds. Didn't uh, didn't see that one coming. Uh, let me go to uh, Patriot Mobile. If you haven't made the switch to Patriot Mobile yet, today is the day. There's never been a better time because every day you spend with one of the big mobile companies is a day you could be saving a ton of money for a service that runs on the same towers and is every bit as great as the competitors. Plus, they're not telling their employees like AT&T announced this week. To be ashamed that they're white and to try to be less white. This is this is a company that takes a portion of the money that they make to and give it to conservative and American causes. Patriot Mobile believes in defending our freedoms. Uh, unlike the big uh, mobile companies like Verizon believing uh, that they should send money to things like Planned Parenthood. Uh, this instead, Patriot Mobile stands up for life stands up for the second amendment the first amendment and they put their money where their mouth is we've got to stand together these people are helping us in the fight switch get away from verizon and at&t patriotmobile.com slash back switch now 972 patriot or patriotmobile.com slash back
You too can help the point of NFL players by joining Blaze TV. Stop all the models. Stop them. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. More than a hundred world leaders yesterday agreed to end deforestation by 2030. Isn't that great? Oh, it's so great. It is so great. Making a real difference. Yeah. Build back better. You know what I mean? Mm. This thing is, uh, this thing is broken. And, uh, yesterday in between speeches and nap time, uh, Joe Biden, uh, stepped to the microphones yesterday and, uh, and outlined some pretty exciting things. Uh, you know, for those who are all into saving the planet from global warming. We're planning for both short-term sprint to 2030 oh. mm. that will keep 1.5 degrees Celsius in reach and for a marathon that will take us, take us to the finish line and transform the largest economy in the world into a thriving, innovative, equitable, and just clean energy engine for a net zero world. That's why today I'm releasing the U.S. long-term strategy, which presents a vision of achieving the United States' goal of net zero emissions economy-wide by no later than 2050. Great. And reinforces an absolutely critical nature of taking bold action with the, in the decisive decade. Oh, good sentence. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good sentence. Yeah, he is great. He's a, and we're going to transform these uh, economy, the greatest nation in the world, into a, a green economy. Mm. And I think, you know, when he says that, I think you understand that what he's talking about, because he released this, it means building more electric charging stations. More windmills, more more solar powered infrastructure that would improve the production and use of green energy. Also, he's going to electrify the school buses. So we have that going for us. And he is going to help Americans save what? 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 He's going to help. I mean, this is the president of the United States. Remember, he's, he's got to win elections. He's going to help Americans save. Not money. Money. No, not money. Energy. Jobs. He's going to help Americans save energy by installing solar panels on their homes and making their homes more energy efficient. And he's going to transform our economy from fossil fuels to new green energy. And that's going to happen. uh, Most of this by uh, uh, 2030. That's going to be a, you know, it's build back better. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be great. Now, let me go back to the I'm going to fundamentally transform the world's largest economy. I mean, that seems like maybe something we should discuss, you know, doesn't it? Doesn't that seem like something that maybe the wife and I should sit down at the table and talk about, you know? Hey, honey, I've decided I'm going to fundamentally transform the way I look and look at and earn money. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. What, what exactly does that, what it, hmm? Well, I don't believe in this capitalist system anymore. And, uh, so I'm going to fundamentally transform the way we pay our bills. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, you know what? Look, if these companies don't fall in line with my rules, then, we can't buy them. We're not going to buy them. 
and uh, we're going to punish them. Okay, wait, you don't really have the right to. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just I'm going to do it. I did it on executive order. I could have talked to you about it. Doesn't this seem like something we should all sit down and talk about? If you are going to change us from a capitalist to a centrally controlled society, we should probably, I don't know, maybe even have a vote on that. Mm. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, Glenn. You might note that today is an election day. Oh. And, and quite a powerful message can be sent today, huh? particularly in Virginia, in Virginia. but all around the country. Really? Uh, yeah, to point out that maybe if you don't think that uh, socialism is the way to go, you may have something, you have some ability to do something about that. Today. Well, the Environmental Protection Agency is acting, uh, you know, damn the torpedoes. Uh, they're going to limit methane coming from roughly one million exist- existing oil and gas rigs. Across the United States, you know how they burn that that excess that that we're going to limit that. And uh, Canada said that they want to be net zero by 2050 and they have to hit a goal by 2030. And to do that, they have to cap the amount of uh, oil being drilled for and shipped. So Canada is limiting their oil. So we could all be dependent for a while on Saudi Arabia, I guess, mm. but they're going to make that more and more difficult to get to. The idea here is to drive your energy cost, the cost that you f- you pay every every time at the gas pump and every winter or every summer when you're heating or air conditioning your house to drive it through the roof. So you will beg them for anything, anything. OK, I'll try your damn solar panel. It's got to be cheaper. But it won't be cheaper. It won't be cheaper. These these ideas are if you think that gas is going to go down, you are a moron. And I say that with all love and respect for all morons. I've been a moron myself at times. Often. Okay, you don't need to try to support you. You're a moron. Look at what they're doing. Of course, there is no. Uh energy cost that is going to go down when you're capping oil in canada you're canceling the pipelines you're putting all kinds of restrictions on oil and gas retrieval you're not going to dig for coal anymore what are you crazy you think energy prices are going to go down by the way remember part of the build back better goal is that by 2030 you will own nothing and to quote them, and you'll like it. Uh, no, no, I won't. I won't like it because that means I'm a slave to someone else. We had that system before. It was called serfdom. Isn't when there a road that leads there that you're supposed to is. avoid. We're on it. <laughs> yeah. No, we're oh, on, yeah, we're on it. <laughs> so here we are. Here we are on the road to serfdom. Literally, you won't own anything. Well, how does that? How is that possible? Well, you make property taxes so high you cannot afford them. You put all kinds of regulation on farmers so they can't own the farm, but somebody will. Bill Gates is one of those. You won't be able to pass your farm on to your kids. These things are already in play. They're going to tax methane gas. They're going to stop methane gas. Well, cows are the biggest 
uh, emitter of methane gas. So if you're going to screw the oil company, you got to screw the cow company, too. And they want to do that, obviously, when it Clearly, comes to the. It's why you're paying ten dollars a pound for meat. It is why they are not controlling the monopoly of the meat processing plants. There is a monopoly and they are getting rich while they are driving farmers and ranchers out of business. And they're doing it because those meat processing plants are all in on the global climate change and the build back better. And so they are making impossible meat, impossible burgers or whatever, which I don't have a problem with. But don't you dare put people out of business through a monopoly of processing our meats. And that's what's happening. And it is the government's fault. All of these things, all of these things are happening right now. And there's no conspiracy. See, this is why I say, don't you think we should talk about it? They won't talk about it because they say it's a conspiracy. It's just like CRT. They're saying CRT isn't taught in our schools, but you know what you call CRT and what others will call CRT is being taught in the schools. But the so-called experts will say, that's ridiculous. That is a, a crazy uh, uh, legal argument that was taught in Harvard and it's not being. Ta- yes, the legal argument is not being taught. But everything about CRT and its effects is being taught. And you know it, but they'll call you a conspiracy theorist for saying that you're saying that CRT is don't play that game. Don't play that game. These things are happening and you can go to their website at the white You can go to uh, the the um, great reset and look for it at the world economic org, and you'll find yeah. all of it. Yeah, no one's going to do that. And, you know, you're just ranting on the radio. You'd need to come up with a some sort of packaging to document all of this stuff. You need to come up with like a long form uh, packaging that people could see all of this and see all of the links and all of the resources and all of the references like, like a book, Yeah, like a book. You'd have to come okay. up with an entire well, book we, on this. But I have one right here. Hmm. It's called uh, Joe Biden and the Rise of the 20th Century Fascism, The Great Reset. Hmm. And it's available at Amazon right now. Really? You could pre-order that right you can now? Pre-order how did I know it right that now. it was pre-ordered? That is weird. Actually available yet. Right. <laughs> right. It's weird how I knew that, but that's interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, it is really important to have this stuff in one place. And and as you point out, you know, the actually because of the issues being uh dealt with in the book the book is actually difficult to print in in advance because they're going to go through that first printing and it's going to be months before yeah it's five months for a reprint which is so we are put we we put a number on the first printing we're the this is the first time uh i am independent i am not doing another contract with simon and schuster i don't want another contract with any of these people because they work against our interests uh, and I will write the books I want to write, and I'll put them out when I want to put them out. So this is the first one, and now it's happening in the Great Reset, and I was told by the printers that it'll be five months before you get mm. a second printing, so you better order enough. I don't know what to order, um, so please pre-
pre-order now so we have some idea of what is what the interest is on this so you get your book if you order now pre-order now you'll be guaranteed to get your book when it comes out the first week of uh of january and again it's called the great reset uh by me glenn beck yeah um, and one thing i just to point out on the book real quick glenn is that the great reset we've gone through a lot of the things that you've taken directly from the website uh that are well sourced and everything else there is a lot of stuff about the great reset that's out there that's not true and i think it's really important that we have a sort of baseline of understanding of what is real and what isn't because people are taking stuff and they're they're we've seen this going back many many years in that you can discredit information by not going after facts by by just adding falsehoods yes and a lot of people are adding falsehoods to this to make it seem like this is giant conspiracy theory theory you need to know what is true you can't the great reset by itself is not enough you need to know what is in uh the actual movement that is real and documented and you know it's difficult to to sift through it online i'll be honest with you it's a it's lot really of hard yeah. it's really hard and this was the hardest book we've ever had to write because it's forever changing with new information because it is so complex and it is so um well underway and everybody has been hiding it and they're just like taking you know, covers off of tables and going, aha, look what's under this table. And you're like, holy crap. Uh, it is it is everywhere. In fact, um, the metaverse and what is it? Facebook is now meta. meta. <laughs> so stupid. You you think it's stupid. You think it's stupid. It actually plays a role in the Great Reset and education. It can also still be stupid. It's a stupid yeah, yeah, it thing. Is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Thank you. But it is also, this is Facebook playing their part. The One of the things is to get everybody into the metaverse uh, for global warming. You know, if nobody's driving cars, if we're all online all the time, that helps with global warming. But it is also part of the indoctrination of your kids. All schools in the future, they want in the metaverse. And Facebook is going to be the one that pioneers that way. If you saw Ready Player One, you know what's coming. But if you saw Ready Player One, notice how everyone was living. That's the result of the Great Reset in the end. Except you don't, you don't actually own that little stupid little trailer. You're renting it from someone else. Experts in the field are predicting that cybercrime is going to cost the world $10.5 trillion by the year 2025. That's just a couple of years away. Uh, now, they're no Joe Biden, but they're still pretty darn scary. So I have to ask you, why would you leave yourself vulnerable to things like identity theft when you could get LifeLock? And get the protection that you need. Nobody can stop all identity theft or monitor everything. But $10.5 trillion, a lot of that could, well, not a lot of that, but some of that could be your money. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day you put your information out at risk on the Internet. And LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats. And if there's a problem, they'll send you an alert and you'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. It's LifeLock. 
lifelock.com 800 lifelock 1-800 lifelock or head to lifelock.com use the promo code back and save 25 percent off now 1-800 lifelock or lifelock.com promo code back this is the glenn beck program Jim Jordan, uh, congressman from Ohio, is joining us here in uh, just a few minutes to talk about some of the things that are going on in Washington and some of the good things uh, that you may not uh, know about. We're also going to talk about the Joe Rogan effect uh, next hour. Sleepy, sleepy nap time for Joe Biden and his uh, his new deal that seems to be going nowhere. Also, Rand Paul is going to be talking about the next hearing with Dr. Fauci. Uh, There is something big going on uh, with that. Also, the Missouri Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, he is going to be talking to us about immigration. Some of the things that the attorney generals are doing together. I really want to talk to him about the details of this Google lawsuit. If the details in this lawsuit are true, Google has completed their path to becoming fully evil. That's coming up next hour. This is the Glenn Beck Program.